Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode where we discuss the difference between what your heart is telling you and your mind is telling you in regards to obligations with family and friends. So in other words, when you need to say no to an obligation that your mind doesn't feel you have the right to say no to, and then you guilt yourself into believing that you're wrong for making that decision when really it's the right decision for you. So this has really been coming up a lot lately, and I've had a couple of things come up myself around the same issue where you want to be a good person, and you want to be a good friend, you want to be a good mom, you want to be a good spouse, but the obligations that are in front of you are really going against your heart. And a lot of times in business too. And what happens a lot in these situations is that we just suck it up and do what doesn't feel right to us just so we look like good people, quote unquote. So in the absence of staying true to yourself and honoring yourself and what you need by sacrificing that, you're diminishing your love and your respect for yourself. And you're basically lowering the bar on your standards for how you're going to be treated and the types of situations you really have no business being in, you'll be stuck in. The reason why this is more magnified now, or this is more of a point that I'm going to talk about more now, is because as we are sending, as we are raising up, self-love and self-respect has to be in the forefront of our experience so that we can raise up. That's why it's going to be harder and harder for you to go against the grain of what feels right, to do things that are obligatory, and putting your fears of the lashback aside to honor yourself, because that's where we're getting snagged in this whole thing. We go against the grains of what feels right and what we know is right in our hearts so we don't get judged, so that you know nasty folks aren't having this lashback and gossipy, and you're just afraid to have to deal with that. But here's what I want to tell you. First of all, the lashback is what a lot of people will use to manipulate you into doing what they want you to do. So basically their bad behavior is going to get them what they want. And somehow they learn that and somehow you bought into that too. So you just do what they want so that you don't have to experience their nasty side. And that's really, obviously, no way to live. And the other little part of this is we care so much about what other people think, which as I've talked about before, is a really slippery slope because everybody has their filters and ideas and nobody likes everybody. You're just, you're going to fall into that category just being yourself whether you really like it or not. So that really is not a goal that we should be spending our integrity and self-respect on because it's not really obtainable. The goal of staying in everybody's good graces. I have a few examples for you that I've been gathering. One of them was one of the clients I had spoken to last week, um, she spoke openly about having a narcissistic child who was um, emotionally abusive uh, constantly, especially obviously when she doesn't get what she wants. So it was it was her child's birthday. I mean, I'm calling her a child. She's a 
she's a grown woman, so I'm not talking about crashing the dreams of a small child on their birthday. I'm talking about this is a grown-ass woman who it happens to be her birthday. And her, her mom felt that she would be a bad mother if she didn't acknowledge that, if she didn't do something with them, show up and do all the mom birthday things that they've come accustomed to, for, you know, for however long. And all that stuff is great. And who doesn't enjoy celebrating their birthday? But everything in this woman's being was saying, I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to spend time in my daughter's company because it's abusive. She's cruel. She's manipulative. I am done being treated that way. But then this other little egoic side of hers is telling her what a bad mother she is for not doing something for her daughter's birthday. Now, in this particular instance, I would try and find a middle ground because I'm sure she wants to do something nice for her daughter's birthday. She just doesn't want to be abused and mistreated and feel like she's stuck in a situation that's toxic because it's her birthday and because she somehow owes her that because she's her mother. So in this instance, you would have a heart-to-heart with your person who's abusive in your family, your kid, and say, this is my experience and this is what I need from you if we're moving forward. I would love to spend your birthday with you, but I need this from you. Now, while that's a difficult conversation to have, and as you know, those types of um, narcissistic people really never, almost never admit that they're wrong and they just have temper tantrums until they get their way, really mostly. They're not going to be humbled and and really take a look at their behavior and and actually work on themselves. It's very rare. Um, And if that's the case, you really don't belong investing in that. Because if she's not willing to work with her mom and treat her any better than she does, if she's not willing to see her point as an adult and treat her properly, then her mom's participation in her life is just reinforcing her toxic mechanisms. So by participating you're keeping her intact by having a conversation about what you need from her is um, probably not going to go in your favor, but at least it's giving her a chance to step up and to take a look at herself. If there's any chance of turning something like that around, it is worth a shot. If we're looking at this from the laws of karma, from a higher perspective or a yogic perspective, somebody genuinely not wanting to spend time with me and honoring that will probably hurt my feelings. I'll probably personalize it. Actually, I really know better. I've gotten so much better about that stuff. I talk about this all the time. But really, it's my problem if I'm upset about that. It's not the person who decided they would rather do something else. And I get that. I totally get that. But on both sides of that, I honor it. I work through my own feelings. It's not their problem. And it's not their obligation to be a friend or to be there. And I I get that. But it's also not mine to put myself in a situation that is toxic or unpleasant because of obligatory understandings of things or of, again, the fear of the lashback. Because that's usually what motivates us to do things. And again, we are reinforcing really bad behavior by staying in that pattern. It's also possible that some of you felt a little triggered or like, Of course you're going to do something for your kid's birthday. I don't care if family's the most important thing. you got to notice that programming and that we're really kind of a slave to this toxic loop of doing things that don't feel right, sacrificing our self-respect, our dignity, and our self-love, going against the grains of things to really just have a sucky experience with whatever it is and then regret it. As we move forward as people, we're going to start being more conscious in this way and really understand that if somebody's not feeling something, that they need to listen to that and it's not personal. 
And if it's something that we need to look at as people, if we need to clean up our act, then we should actually want that information and welcome it. I'm sure you've all had the experience of, I really don't want to go to this thing, this event I was invited to, but if I don't go, people will talk about it. I'll seem like a bad person in some way or bad professional or whatever. And then you go and it's excruciating. It's painful. There's no flow. There's no very little good conversation. You feel like you're in the wrong place. And you start actually on the subconscious or the conscious part of your mind, you get upset with yourself for being there because you knew better and you went anyway. And what this does is it really teaches you to not be afraid to say no next time, politely, kindly, and with love, no matter who you're dealing with and what they've done, always be kind. But it's this calm, assertive stance for your own self-love your own dignity, and your own self-respect. And the more that you demonstrate that you have these things intact on this level, the quicker you're going to grow into this new version of yourself through the ascension process. I was just speaking with one of my friends this morning, and she had this great example of the same thing I'm talking about. So there was a synchronicity of, of the point that I'm making today that had showed up in her life before I had even told her that I was focusing on this this week, where her niece is... Um, just in a really dark place in her life. She ran away from home. You know, she definitely needs help. She's on drugs. I don't know at what point she's look, even looking to get better or to get help. She's just kind of in that experience, which as horrible as it is, it does serve a purpose in somebody's life. And this woman's mother, who was unable to take care of her due to illness, wanted my friend to take her in, rehabilitate her, and get her back on her feet which would seem like the role of an aunt or somebody who cares about this young woman. But in my friend's heart, she knew that that's not what God was calling her to do. And she knew it wasn't right. She knew it would really toxify her situation and that she it wasn't right. And so she's not going to do it. And she knew it was the right decision to make, regardless of the way anybody's going to think of her or judge her. But then the second part of making these types of decisions is that the ego comes back in for a second round. Now that you've made the decision to honor yourself, why don't I feel bad about that decision? Shouldn't I feel guilty? Shouldn't I feel bad about that decision? And you really don't because you're coming into higher consciousness and you know that that's not what's being asked to happen. It's logical. It makes sense on some level, but it doesn't make sense in the, in the life of my friend. Or she would do that. She would do it in a second. It's not a lack of generosity. It's not a lack of caring. It's listening to whether or not you are part of somebody's path at a certain point, whether that's a birthday party or a life crisis or an illness. Are you or are you not meant to be part of that for them? That's also one of the things that I should probably talk about at some point too, is that we're noticing tangible signs of ascension where we're not scared of things the way we used to. We're not as triggered. Either you're really triggered or you're really not triggered. There's not a whole lot of shades of gray right now, which is interesting. Or you feel like you should be upset or concerned about yourself. And you're concerned that you're not. Like maybe you're not, you're dropping the ball on your life. Or you don't care. So noticing that the ego is not guilting you out and you're in this loop of feeling bad about the right decision and blah, 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 is actually a really positive thing. And I hope that you can see it as that. It is not that you don't care. It's that you're doing what's right. As far as the whole divine plan of things, you're doing what's right. Not what people would consider right and not their expectations of you. 
So as we step more and more into this new version of ourselves where our consciousness has ascended, we're really not going to feel bad about things. And it's going to seem weird because the way our egos are wired right now, we need to feel bad about something all the time, even the good things. Just that has to be there. We don't feel safe. We don't feel truly alive or we feel that somehow we're not caring. And I really want you to realize that, that we don't need to participate in that. It, there's, it's really not keeping us safe. And sometimes it's it gets a little hairy where you don't know if it's your heart or your mind. And that's when you can meditate or consult somebody to help you. That's a lot of the stuff I do. But really, I think you could get it yourself if you were still and centered and asked, put out the right intentions and the right questions on what the right thing is for you. And no apologies. There's nothing for you to feel bad about. What do you really owe anybody else if you're not treated with respect or appreciation, or it's just not the thing for you? It's not something that you'll enjoy. Why should you do something you don't enjoy even for the sake of somebody else's feelings? Now, I understand in relationships and close relationships and marriages, we need to compromise. And there's a couple things that we we could do. But if it's something that you really feel strong about, I really think that you should be let off the hook from needing to do it. The other exception to this is obviously small children. We're here to serve them. It doesn't mean that bad behavior is okay. You can do whatever you want with that. But this is obviously more dealing with adults, family or just friends, acquaintances and otherwise. You will find that as you keep a nice high level of self-respect and keep that bar high as far as your experience and how you spend your time, that life will start reflecting that and life will stop throwing all the challenges at you to show you this point and help you to keep the bar nice and high. So basically, people who are learning to get a greater sense of self-worth, they're going to attract the types of situations where they need to say no to them, even professionally. And that's really hard because it, it, it involves money. So then we want to justify, well, should I just bite the bullet and deal with this difficult person and just get through it because there's money involved? You'll find that the answer is really going to be no because the divine would never expect you to have to put up abuse to put food on the table. You know, if you really want to get down to that bottom line, I found that every time I've had to fire, you know, an associate, you know, a client, that new ones would come in. And that it was always the right decision to honor myself because I've also been one of those people who have really had a lot of lessons in needing to reclaim my self-respect, my self-love, and my self-worth. I'm in a much, much better place with that today. And now I'm helping other people to do it. But every now and then they throw those little curveballs. And um, just recently I actually stayed in a situation that I shouldn't have stayed in. And it was just this little reminder that I don't have to do that again, I'm not going to do that again, and and that's it. Because if people really love you, they are not going to tear you apart or shun you or get all pissy when you need to honor yourself or if a situation doesn't feel right to you. They can, you know, it it hurts when people don't want to be involved in your life, but it really usually is not personal. And to really love somebody to say, well, I'm disappointed, but I understand and I'll see you some other time. And standing in this new state of empowerment does not require you to get nasty or mean. Nothing will ever. That's in no way ever a part of what I'm doing and the standards I hold myself to. Do I have those moments? Yeah, sometimes but I learn from them and it's not something that I'm going to support myself in. So standing strong in your power is going to look like just a loving, compassionate, 
decline of the things that do not feel right in your heart for you to participate in. In no way is it aggressive or violent. Always just kindness. And if you can see the picture I'm painting, this is a much more empowered person than somebody who's getting nasty about things. It's going to be somebody who you respect more because their empowerment comes from a place of love, which really is the the ultimate power position in any situation. And if you get the lash back from somebody, you just stand your peaceful ground and say, I'm really sorry that you're upset about that, but it's something I needed to listen to, or whatever your version of that is. It's not about getting in the ring with them afterwards. It's about just respecting your own decision and not participating when other people don't. So I understand that this stuff can be tricky, but it's also very liberating and very important in this stage of our evolution and our personal development. As we come up into these new chapters in our lives, it's really going to be kind of disastrous if self-respect and self-love is not at a certain level that it needs to be. So I really hope this was helpful. I hope that you have strength and clarity on what your boundaries need to be with the people around you so that your well-being is at its best. And most of all, I really just wish you self-love, self-respect, and the freedom you deserve to live your best life and honoring when it may or may not include other people in their events. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Join me next week when I talk about the important role of ethics and integrity in the ascension process. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please hit subscribe. If you really enjoyed the show, please take a moment and write a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you'd like a personalized session with me, just visit freetobeauthentic.com. There is a new client offer that will save you 25% on your first session. If there's something that you're struggling with and you would like to be a guest on the show, please send me an email with your name, contact information, and just a little bit about what you're struggling with. You could be one of my next guests. Thanks so much again, and I'll see you next time.